the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 301 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Tuesday, October 24th, 2023. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, how's it going on this fine uh, Tuesday evening? Well, I kind of zoned you out there for a second because I was scrolling the the social medias Uh-oh. and uh, there was this guy making a knife and I was just entranced by it. So I was like, huh, what is guy what is making a knife? There? Yeah, it was like it was like one of those, you know how they you know how the uh, the, the Facebook will get you with, you know, these dumb two second videos or the Facebook. One minute Wait a minute. I don't think you watched. I think you didn't think you got what on Facebook. Uh, you know, I was checking for news and then I don't go on the Facebook very often, but now there's this, the hydraulic press squishing thing. Oh, the hydraulic and, uh, press, man. The See, hydraulic press. This is why <laughs> so you, I, like I got, I got zoned out there while you were doing the intro. This is why you need to get on TikTok, James. I'm telling you, this is the type of stuff and it. The algorithm well, is so, that's so why good. I can't. They that's will never stop feeding you videos that you're interested in. Well, the Instagram already does that. It's already. Oh no, Instagram is not as good as the TikTok, man. I can't do the I can't do the TikTok. The but TikTok they, I, is the best. The hydraulic press always gets me because I can't wait to see what they're gonna squish next. See, so. the TikTok knows what you feel like that moment. Like it can feed you. I could be like in a NASCAR mood, and it'll just feed me NASCAR stuff. And then the <laughs> next day, I go on there, and yeah, I'm in hydraulic press mode, and it will just keep giving me <laughs> hydraulic press. It's amazing. It they just they can tell what you're watching and how long you're watching it and just immediately feed you more crap like that. And I never see repeat stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Well, it it got me, it got me today. The, 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 the damn reel got me right at the end there. So (laughs) I was just, my, my mouth was agape and I was waiting to see what, how this, how this knife was going to get brought back to life from being a rust, rusty uh, piece of junk. Well, I don't know about the knife, but if you zone out of the show because of the hydraulic press, I forgive you because the hydraulic press is pretty (laughs) amazing. Yeah, Especially when stuff does things you don't expect it to do. That's... Oh yeah, like when he does the uh, when he when it's like yarn or string and it explodes. That's always really fun. Yeah, the shredder channel is pretty good too. The uh, there's also the sander guy who sands oh, things yeah. down. Dude, yeah. I was ready to I was ready to get myself a, la- a lathe and start sanding and, and wood Eric, woodworking. We've, we've been trying to get this podcast off the ground. No, three hundred <laughs> three hundred plus episodes in. And, uh, Should we just start no- a TikTok podcast? Well, that's what I'm saying. We've got nothing as successful as the sander or the hydraulic press. No, I know. I, it's unbelievable. Some of the crap on TikTok, and these people are making money off that stuff. We don't mean I know. Nothing, it's terrible. James. I know. We're, we're poor. Dirt poor. We get nothing. We pay to do this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of us pay to do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some of us show up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I guess I guess we might be a, a little bit the collective loosely. we. Yeah, yeah, the collective. I we. might be using that word yeah. loosely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about some NASCAR, James, since it is a NASCAR podcast. Yes. Um, can we just like? I mean, is there any reason ever to go to another track than Homestead Miami Speedway for the championship ever again? This it's, track is yeah, just so the good. greatest track in NASCAR. It's really good right now. Um, I mean, the the wall riding is just ridiculous. Even before Kyle Larson decided to make it a race and make it exciting, <laughs> I thought it was a good race and nothing was happening. But it was a it was great to see the comers and goers. It was great to see the different strategies. Thank God Denny Hamlin's crew decided to do something different and yeah. make it interesting. So you didn't know what was going to happen every second. Um, right. Just, just such a good track that the skill that's required to drive this track and it doesn't matter. I think you could race. I think Dale Jarrett could race the big Brown truck out here 
and we could run a bunch of them and it would still race good on this track. Everything races good on this track. Yeah, it's whoever's brave enough to find the cushion up there at the at the tip top of the track is Yeah. It, it's it's honestly every time we come here and we do that, I, I just can't believe it. Dude, the, I watched video of Kyle Larson doing it out the side of his car and I just I don't think I could do it at sixty miles an hour. Yeah, he doesn't come more than two feet off the freaking wall. James, he doesn't come more than five inches off the wall. Well, Dale Jr. was doing it too on on Saturday. I know, he and he's riding, riding around. He's practically a rookie anymore. Well, Dale, well, <laughs> I, the first time I remember somebody just rim riding all the way around, it was it was Dale. Yeah. Dale was is the original from Michigan way back in the day, where he would just hop up there on the old with the old worn out blacktop at Michigan, and he would just ride. I will say, like you, you and I, neither of us have been to Homestead, Miami. Um, but I have been to Chicagoland and the first time I went to Chicagoland, I strolled down into turn one and two and um, it was, it was nighttime practice for the Xfinity series and they were wall riding like this and it doesn't look real. Like it doesn't look like there is any possible way they can do what they're doing. It is just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I mean, we've played probably on the video game, right? A few yeah. times and, and I've tried to, uh, to get up there like that. And I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's not possible. Yeah. You know, who's not good at Homestead, Miami, not Chris Bell, oh, the guy who won the race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a, a, kind of an out of, well, definitely out of nowhere from one point in the race where he was, you know, struggling to get stay on the lead lap. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's um, I don't know if he's Mr. Clutch, but my that's what God, I was going to ask you is he is he our yeah. clutch guy now? I mean, he he kind of kind of does it when he needs to. I guess if if Harvick has to pass the torch to somebody, it yeah. might be Christopher Bell because he keeps winning these races. Like this wasn't a must-win race like no. he's done in the past, but I mean to lock yourself into the championship, it's as big as it gets. You you get that thing done and. And uh, now he gets to go enjoy Martinsville. I mean, it's I, this is the what the, over the so he's got six career wins. I'm looking at it right now. This is the third playoff advancing win that he's had. Now he's he's last year he won twice in must win situations, and then this year he locks into the championship for the second year in a row. Um, yeah, he's he's climbing the he's climbing the clutch rank here pretty high. He's yeah, getting, he's getting there. Yeah, um, like you said, not a must win, but. Definitely makes things a lot easier for him going forward. Um, I, you know, I had him penciled in as my pick for for Martinsville because um, he did that last year. Well, I had him in the final four, and then I crossed him off two minutes <laughs> before we started the podcast. So I feel like a doofus. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, at this point, he's the best shot for JGR, right? Well, yeah, he's the only. He's I mean, he's the only one who's locked in. in. But even if yeah. even if Denny and Trex both get in, which by the way, I don't think they're going to oh martin's done um, martin's done uh but yeah i mean if if hamlin i i i hate to cross denny out at martinsville uh just yeah yeah, I, I, yeah but I, I i'm i can cross him out for phoenix though probably i don't i don't know i don't know i just don't see denny rising i don't, I don't the think that denny's better than than chris you know it's so strange because denny's been better all year He's been better all year, and now we get to this very minute, very highly detailed part of the season where everything's on the line. And now it's like, yeah, well, yeah, Christopher Bell, and yeah. I agree with you. I don't, I don't disagree with you. No, I mean, I mean, the thing is, though, is everybody's got to go up against Larson, and 
as long as Larson doesn't beat himself, which I mean, I don't he did this weekend. Yeah. Um, it's going to be hard to beat him. I just, I know, I know Larson's getting a lot of crap for hitting the, for hitting the sand barriers, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know if people are putting in the whole context of Kyle Larson right now. He's racing with nothing to lose. Well, that's the thing is like what he had nothing to lose there. Everything to gain. Yeah. And, and of course he's going to try and close that up. Why not? He, yeah, he probably was going to be speeding. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Who cares? What, what does, he was what trying does to matter? win the race. Yeah. That's all he wanted to do was win the race. It's either for him. It's a winner. It's he's Ricky Bobby right now. First well, or last. And right? the way that race was going, he wasn't going to win the race in the position he was in. He had to get past Blaney on that pit stop. And he, by God, he gave it, gave it hell. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, got real lucky. Those barrels were there. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's still, if you look at that wall, that wall is still possible to hit the end of that wall. The barrels fortunately bounced him away from it. But man, if he'd have hit that concrete. Yeah, I know. It was a oh, strange. Been ugly. Yeah. That's the uh, the reverse Kurt Busch, you know, the very first yeah. chase championship. You know, Kurt loses a tire right there and, and just barely misses those sand barrels. And uh, yeah, Larson, he, he got into him. We, we don't we don't see the uh, we don't see the rare sand barrel water barrel crash as much as. I'd like, so it was, it was nice. It was nice that he brought it back. I mean, it's usually a pretty massive delay. So yeah, um, it is. There's a lot of, it was a red flag. Fortunately. I mean, yeah. I guess I, I prefer the sand, I think over the water. Yeah. I guess sand, you can blow off. Well, and the other thing I with sand is if you bust a sand barrel, but it doesn't break it open, you can still use that sand barrel. Though if you get a hole in the water barrel, it's draining, man. The whole do you, thing's do you out. think, do you think the cleanup crew, when that happens, the a, the AM, what is the AMR safety crew, right? Yeah. Uh, they, when that happens, do you think their heart just drops <laughs> and they're just compl- so like, oh, man. Well, this considering is take- I know what it's like to be in the tower at a race when something like that happens. Yeah, because the, the pressure's on you now because it's not just you got to go to work, but you got to go to work and you're on the clock, man, because everybody is watching you and wanting you to get done faster than you can get done. Yeah, it's bad. So yeah, I, I poor guys. It's, it's gotta suck. It's gotta yeah. really suck when it's that gotta happens. be the worst. It's the worst. And I mean, credit them. They have plans in place, and all that stuff is ready to go. They somebody hits the catch fence, somebody knocks down the safer barrier. Everybody's ready to go and fix that stuff. And they NASCAR gets a lot of crap for how long it takes for cautions and stuff, but they're ready to go. They usually are prepared for everything. So yep, shoot, they're yep. prepared for jet dryers catching on fire and burning the racetrack. I mean, for God's <laughs> sakes, they managed to. <laughs> get away with that one so yes they did yeah never live that one down that's for sure oh my god nope um yeah so so larson blows it um but like you said nothing to lose there going for the win had to go for the win there there's there's no reason to race for a second i mean did uh was it eddie griffin that did who said who said on DBC. You're you're a DBC listener. Brett Griffin, you mean? Brett Griffin, thank you. Yeah. Um, I I get Brett and there's a, it, it's a basketball thing. Gotcha. Eddie Griffin. Sorry. Gotcha. Uh, Brett Griffin. Um, did he say that Larson runs out of talent? Did that what he said? I don't remember if it was him that said it. Somebody said. I I don't want to. I don't want to. What's have the, the title wrong... of the podcast this week? Because I don't. The title yeah, I was. I only saw the. I saw the social media snip and I was immediately outraged. Yeah, I mean they it it too talented for his own good is what um what Freddie Kraft said. Um, there you go. Yeah. So and I, they weren't being derogatory with it, but there Larson does have a history of overstepping his bounds a little bit and and going just does, a little too far. He does. He does. He steps in it. Yeah. Yep. He and, steps in it from time to time. And what they said on the on on the show was that you know there's there's guys out there that'll run eighty percent. 
And, and Larson runs 103% all the time. He never <laughs> yeah. is yeah. off throttle, man. He is just, and that's the dirt track mentality. When you, when you're racing dirt, you know, sprint cars or late models, you got 20 laps sometimes and you're starting just digging 20th, yeah. you know, you got to go. You, there's no time to ride in those races. So yeah, that's the way he's, he's conditioned is to race like that. And we get the, the comment on DBC was that, that is, do we run the risk of not having Larson be a, be somebody like Jimmy Johnson or Jeff Gordon? Because while he's probably the most talented driver out there, he takes himself out of situations and he's not just going to run away with things because of that. Um, might I, might I add that, uh, things are different now. Yeah. You don't, you don't try to settle for top fives no. and top tens as much as you used to. I mean, all, all these guys are driving in a, it's just a different era that we're in. You know, well, the numbers you are going to look a little weird. You want an example, James, of how this system is now and what the system has done. Let's look at the Ryan Blaney, Denny Hamlin battle in this race. Because yeah. those two raced each other to death, to the point that yes. Blaney gets out of the car and calls Hamlin a hack. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and you can't. That's how you have to race. You have to race like that. There it's, is no. Yeah, you got to be nuts. You can't. Yeah. It used to be, you know, the Mark Martins of the world would let the guy go by because he was faster. You can't do that anymore because you're never nope. going to get a chance to get back by him. Nope, I know. Yep. Yep, it's just a different it's a different game now. Yeah, you know we have, you know we have we're gonna have a champion, and I I'm one of these guys is I mean they're they're not even at twenty top tens yet for the season. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever have another Jimmy Johnson, not in the way that Jimmy Johnson's stats look because I just don't think the no. system allows for it. No, um, no, we we certainly will have drivers that are better than Jimmy Johnson. Um, Larson could be that guy. I don't know. Um, certainly is better all around than Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Um, I think it's, you know, best of his era. You know, there's always there's always a best of their era guy who yeah. comes in. And we've had this discussion a million times. Oh, and, yeah, and, yeah. and I think, you know, right now, we, and we've talked about it on here, probably our modern day A.J. Foyt is Tony Stewart. But Larson's going to take that title from him because Larson is yeah, Larson's, better at everything than Tony Stewart was. Well, and if and if Tony's A.J. Foyt, Larson's Tony Stewart. Yeah, and exactly. Then, you know, there's going to be, you know. <laughs> There'll be somebody and, after Larson. And, and, I'll, and maybe this is a segue back to our race winner, but. You know, Chris Bell and Kyle Larson are cut from a very similar, you know, very similar path. I mean, yeah. Bell. I mean, we talked about it last How week. How much they battled bit. each other? Yeah, <laughs> all know? the way up, and and we talked about it last week, and how you know Toyota gave up, uh, gave up Larson, and and did not want to do that with Bell. Yeah, and it's paid off. Shoot, they now. gave up Jones to keep Bell. Exactly, and and now they're they've been they have been rewarded with two championship berths, which I think, you know, ten twenty years from now we're going to look at these championship four berths and and hold them in very high regard, similar to, you know, the NCAA Final Four. You'll you'll talk about, I, I think there will there will come a time where you'll talk about this guy had this many Final Four appearances, championship four appearances, and and uh, now Christopher Bell's got two of them, and that's, you know, all these drivers drive this entire season just to have that shot and and Larson and Bell are, are there now and Bell it, you know was a stranger road this year and it wasn't always perfect but again you know kind of like Larson you know Larson's had a really good playoffs with you know he had a sketchy he had a sketchy round of uh round of uh 12 right. but 
you know, he's been bad fast and, and, and Bell did the same thing. I mean, Bell could have won last week if he had one more lap, you know, and, and it's just these guys, I, maybe, maybe these are the two guys we just got to watch out for at Phoenix now. I mean, it's, it's, it's been clear so far here in the round of eight. If I'm Kyle Larson, the first thing I do at Martinsville is wreck William Byron. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because that's his biggest competition, I think. He's still hanging around, yeah. Because, he's the consistent one. Yeah, of that, the well, group. that's the thing is Byron's consistent, and he's consistent to the point where he can pull that win out when he needs to, and Phoenix could be that place. So he did it. Yeah, he did it again on Sunday. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't there, but he was there. You know what yeah, I mean? He was just like hanging fourth. Around. I mean, top five in him to death all season yep. long. Yep. Um. So yeah, Larson needs to wreck Byron, and then he's got a pretty good <laughs> shot at the championship at Phoenix. I wonder what Mister H would think about all that. I don't know. It probably would not go over very well. Yeah, probably. Probably. Um, let's talk about uh, Brad Keselowski. Um, another strong performance out of an RFK car. Unfortunately, it's not the one that's still in the playoffs the last two weeks. Um, but Brad Keselowski has another good run and then uh, ends up getting screwed over by the Larson incident and then um, getting trapped and then getting caught up in an accident after that. Um, with, uh, when, uh, John Hunter decided to try and, uh, clear himself and <laughs> wrecked a bunch he, of people. <laughs> yeah. He, Brad's got to, I know he'll not, he'd never admit this knowing, knowing Brad, as long as we have as you know, yeah. watching him, he'd never admit this, but he's got to think back to Talladega and wonder what if for yeah. him. Cause he well, could, he, he could be dancing with these guys still. Again, I think. man, this it, Brad can put together two thirds of a race but can't put all three thirds away uh, together. I've seen Brad Kozlowski win the most high pressured must win of anybody in the, in the history of the sport at Talladega. Yeah. But I, I wonder now watching this, if, if being an owner and if that added pressure has put a little stink on him, just I don't know. Bit. I mean, this wasn't this weekend had nothing to do with pressure. No, no, no. He, they just pitted at the back. wrong time. It was just, yeah. they, they just happened to pit before Larson decided to knock the, the barrels down. But they're fast now, man. He's he's gonna yeah. win a race. You know, it might, he might not get it this year, um, but he'll he's gonna win a race here next season. I I don't I don't have any doubt about that now. I I think he's gonna be there now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I definitely definitely he's a yep. playoff driver next season for sure. Yep, he'll be back. Um, he'll be back, and he's gonna do it with a win. There'll there'll be a win in there somewhere. There's somewhere. Yep. He he's running too good. I mean, I guess people can gain during the off season and they could fall behind, but at this point. If they continue where they're at, they're winning a race next season. Yeah, yeah. As long as they don't go backwards. Yep, yep. exactly. Yep. So, um, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else really to talk about heavily in this race. Um, Tyler yeah, Reddick. Really... Tyler Reddick finished third, but wasn't really there all day. He was kind of. They just weren't good. Fast um, and qualifying. Yeah. And then just kind of hung around, but enough so, Doug. He's he's. He's in this. Yeah. He's in this. He's in the best position of anybody else on the outside looking in. Yeah. And then uh, Martin Truex Jr., real fast in qualifying, gets the pole. Yeah. And then blows a motor during this thing. I, I got Eric, I got to tell you. Yeah. Listening to Martin on that radio, <laughs> I I tweeted it out. Don't come, don't come to Martinsville. Just stay home. Yeah, but that pit crew cost him all day long. I know, but they're all, all the whole... Long. The whole team is bad. Yeah. They have been absolutely putrid in this playoffs. And the fact that they're still hanging around is by nothing, nothing short of sheer luck Mm-mm. and the points that they have. Nope. <laughs> they're going to come out this weekend and win and they'll be locked into the final four. 
Oh, I hope not. I don't want to see him. <laughs> They're so bad. I don't want. I don't want somebody backing into to Phoenix. Just stay home. Yeah. Stay home, man. I mean, he's it's bad. What about Denny Hamlin? If we have we heard what broke yet? I dev. I haven't seen what broke. I didn't um, listen to this podcast, so he was. I mean, he. I don't know what happened there. It looked he, so weird because that tire never went down even after the hit. And the wheel jerked right out of his hands. He was driving into that corner extremely hard. I don't know if, the, I, I again, that's pure speculation on my part. I don't want to say Denny Hamlin's at fault for something that's definitely not his fault. But right. um, he was really hammering into that corner, like trying to diamond it a little bit. Yeah. And um, and he went, <clears throat> he went to the bottom of the track and that car just did not respond. It was weird. Yeah, that was a weird one, and that's that's not you know, joking, kid, and and t- kind of tongue in cheek, a little bit serious. Denny Hamlin's gonna choke, but that's you know, there's choking, and then there's yeah, that's a part not a failure. mistake that Denny Hamlin makes. That's not a Denny Hamlin. Yeah, that's not a Denny Hamlin mistake. He was in this hunt. I mean, he was my pick in this race, and I was feeling pretty good about it there for a long time. I mean, he was set for a top five. He was gonna get a good points day. Yeah, um, probably wasn't gonna win this race, but he was he was up there, man. He was threatening, and then just yeah, nothing. He came out of there with uh with a with a with a stinker. Yes, he did. Uh, with that, he's outside looking in. Uh, Tyler Reddick closest uh, looking in and fifth with uh, ten points out. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. Denny Hamlin tied seventeen points out. Chris Busher forty three points out. Chris Chris Busher had uh, he didn't have the well he probably had the worst weekend. Yeah, he just was never he was never there. Yeah. And I, I'm sure if Brad could, he'd switch uh, for sure. places with them if he could. For sure. Um, so it's looking pretty good that we're not going to see Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex Jr. in the final four. It's probably not possible. Yeah, it's it's mathematically possible. But man, that would be. I mean, Denny and Hamlin would have to dominate and then lose, and Martin would have to win for yeah. it to even happen, or something like that. So what do you think? We got Chris Bell. We got Kyle Larson in. Um, William Byron is in by 30. Ryan Blaney is in by 10. What do you think? Who, who's, who's the last two spots? I mean, obviously somebody, one of these guys can win next weekend and I would put up a pretty good argument for probably any one of those five, six drivers could win yeah. next weekend at Martinsville. Yeah. Yeah. So minus the win or maybe, yeah, you think this person's going to dominate. Um, who gets in? Who's, who's those last two spots? Do you think it changes? Do you think it's Byron and Blaney? Well, I think Byron's good. I um, think so too. Pl- plus 30. He's just got to go and have a good yeah. couple of stages and he'll be, he'll just be just don't fine. blow up, finish top 10. The first couple stages. Yeah. Don't have right. an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have an issue. Just stay clean. If he just stays don't clean, don't get DQ. Don't be testing yep. the, uh, the inspection this week. Just come with a clean car. I mean, shoot, go, yeah, go score 20 points and get get up uh, plus 50 and yeah. be done with it, yep. you know. Um so I think I think he's good. I think yeah. I don't think they're going to be sweating. Now, if Blaney was on the outside looking in, I would like Blaney even better, I think, because I think, I think, so I think he's I think he's going to be good at Martinsville. Yeah. Uh with aero package. I mean, he, I want to see Blaney in the final four at at He Phoenix could be really he could dangerous. <laughs> yeah. The problem he's got is I don't know if he can leapfrog Byron. Uh 20 points is a lot of it's a lot. I mean, I know it's two stages, but he's got to He's got a, I don't know. I, so, I like the Fords at Martinsville. I, I, I think Blaney's going to be okay. I, I think the four we got is the four we get. So Blaney needs, Blaney needs Bell, Larson, or maybe Harvick to win, right? 
<laughs> yeah, Bell, Larson, yep, any of those guys. Or Byron. Byron wins. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fine. Yeah, I suppose um, Byron would be okay, too. If I'm him, like, well, if Denny hit... Byron if might Denny, not... I mean, I don't know. Because Reddick's only got to gain 10 points on him. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, and Truex is Den- only 17 points out, and so is Denny. I mean, those guys are both really yeah. good at, at... I mean, they, they joke on DBC. They they name Martinsville after Martin Truex Jr., so... <laughs> well, if Hamlin and, and Truex are way up front all day, I, I, that's where the pressure gets put on Blaney. Yeah. Um, because at the end, if Hamlin and Truex, let's say they're 1-2 all day that just knocks Ryan Blaney right into that must win mode as well. I mean, it's fairly simple. It doesn't become a math game anymore. It becomes a, it becomes a, I got to beat those guys somehow. I got to get in front of those guys. And I think that's got to be their mentality all day, no matter where they are on the track. You keep that 12 car within a spot of that 11 or that 19 all day. Cause I think those are the two you got to watch in the spring. Martin Truex jr. Finished third. Denny Hamlin finished fourth. Ryan Blaney finished seventh. That's that's enough right now. That will get Blaney to the, to Phoenix right there. Tyler Reddick finished twenty second. That's right. Tyler Reddick was terrible in this race in the spring. I don't, not, I don't have a lot of faith in Reddick. Chris Buescher finished fourteenth. Uh, who am I missing? Nobody. Those are the f- those are the five we're talking. Well, Byron. Did Byron win? Uh, no. Byron finished. Where the hell is Byron? Uh, Byron finished twenty third. Oh boy. Well, so. he doesn't have to. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Well, well. Finished twenty thirty. Only got fifteen points in the spring. Well, yeah, that's not going to get it done, is it? Not like yeah, change fifteen things. points. Will, fifteen points will probably <laughs> get him in. Yeah, Martinsville. Yeah, so Larson won. Um, he's thirty points up. Fifteen points will get him in. That gets him to forty-five. Forty-five. He's got to be forty-five ahead of the next guy. Unless, unless uh, there's a new winner from the playoffs. 15 points. Well, and if you, in. and if you think that, if you think that Mar- that Tyler Reddick's not going to be any good, then t- really, he's really, he's, you know, got an extra seven points yeah. right there. So yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. And of I'd course, like, I mean, the spring means nothing because the weather's different and all that stuff. And, um, this one's, is this, this one's under the lights or is last one? was under, I, I can't remember. I don't know. If they, I don't think any of them are. In it. I don't. it starts. Yeah. Hold on. I'll find out for oh, you in no. just a minute. You think yeah, we'd be prepared on. on this podcast? Oh, we were doing research beforehand. We're fine. <laughs> we were doing research. And no, it, it starts at two. The spring okay, race so is be... usually the night race. That's yeah, right. It yeah, starts yeah, at you're two. You're right. So there you go. You want the whole thing? Because the stages are 132, 6,500. And then, <laughs> no. It's on <laughs> what, NBC, by the way. What time is this, the command to start engines, James? No. I don't have that in front of me. <laughs> Probably at uh, 155. Yeah. So there you go. We'll, we'll just guess. Ah. <sighs> There you go. There's Martinsville or Martinsville. There's Homestead, Miami. Uh, bummer <laughs> that it's not the championship race because man, is it good? It's so good. And we, and we get we get such a great race here, and then we're in two weeks. We're gonna go to Phoenix, and it's just gonna go blah. Ah, yeah, I know. But the there's still the drama, which is good. Which um, is somewhat good. Christopher Bell's sixth victory in 142 Cup Series races. Uh, first victory and second top ten finish in four races at Homestead, Miami. Um, Ty Gibbs in seventh was the highest finishing rookie. Nice, quiet, good day for Ty Gibbs in this one. He's the man. Yeah, yeah. he's good. Another one who's going to get a win next year. Yep. He'll be a playoff driver next year, too. Yep. Uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series was in action a Saturday afternoon. The contender boats 300. Um, Sam Mayer gets the clinch at the end, locks himself into the final four, beats Riley Herbst, who is coming. 
Um, he needed what a lap? Two? Yeah, maybe two. Riley, man, where the hell did he come from? Where's he been all season? I don't know, but he really was to... there at the beginning of the season and then fell off in the middle, and now he's yeah. back and clicking. I guess his uh, he probably wishes his playoffs were a little bit better early on, but yeah, that's a that's a good uh, a good little stretch he's having here. What do you think of Sam Mayer in the Final Four going for a championship? Do you think that the pressure is going to get to him, or you think that he can duck that pressure and get a win? I mean, he didn't look like the pressure was bothering him on Saturday. I feel uh, like eight weeks ago, I'd say the pressure would get to him, but anymore, I don't think it. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think he's overcome he's, it. Yeah, he is. I, I tell you what, um, <laughs> he had a he had a rough stretch there where he, if you remember, I don't know if you. I'm looking at the stats and I, I, I remember him having a rough stretch. I'm, I'm surprised mm-hmm. he's here uh, basically. Cause he was well, really he good to get here. That's why. Yeah. He was really good um, in the summer. Like he went to like looking back to Pocono second, first, fifth, second, first. And then he goes on this start to the playoffs where, uh, and I know uh, Xfinity starts a little bit later, but he, he goes Daytona 19th, 11th, 37th, 35th, 38th. And then, oh yeah, here I'll, let's win the Charlotte Roval, and yep. then he's back in business. Yeah, if it wasn't so, for that win, yeah, massive, uh, massive turnaround. Like outside looking in, and now you're there. I can you say though that like I don't, I don't think he's consistent enough, honestly. But he's but there, so it's, it's does, hard. Now. Does his trend go with Junior Motorsports this year too, though? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Because they've that's definitely a good point. gotten better here at the end. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you there, 100%. Yep. He's, um, depending on who else gets in there, like right now, John Hunter, I mean, John Hunter's going to race for this championship. And between the two, I, you know, John Hunter's going to be, uh, he's going to be tough to yeah. handle. Yeah, he's 44 points with the good. He's he's getting in. I mean, he's, there's yeah, only he's, one driver locked in, one race to go. John Hunter's not falling out. Um, but Cole Custer, Austin Hill are, are only three in. Um, so they can and go Allgaier. somewhere. Yeah. All guys three, three yeah. out. So that's, that's your battle right there. Yeah. Outside of yeah, uh, Sammy Smith is 49 out. He's got to win. Chandler Smith has to win 54 out. Sheldon Creed definitely has to win 65 out. Yeah. I, I think win. so Chandler Smith should statistically still be able to get in on points, but he's not going to. Yeah. I think the championship runs through two. I, I like two guys and Sam, unfortunately Sam's not one of them, but I mean, if Austin Hill gets knocked out, um, then yeah, I like Sam Mayer a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, I still, I know Cole Custer hasn't been super impressive all year. Um, yeah, but, but his teammate has just right now and now Cole's running fire. good too. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I just, I, yeah, I like the experience of John Hunter Nemechek and Cole Custer who have been around the block yeah. quite a bit. I mean, Sam's just a pup. I mean, he's 20 years old. So, yeah. um, Sam, yeah, needs, Sam needs a good, good pit stop to end the race. That's his chance. Yes, yes, exactly. If he can get I mean, that, we, maybe he can do it. But this I mean, this race is going to be less of track position than the Cup Series race will be on Sunday. Him so. winning this title would not be as as shocking as when Hemrick won it. I mean, that was unbelievable. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So, the, I, again, the, the Xfinity Series gets a little weird yeah. sometimes. Well, and you also have to remember, too, that unlike the Cup Series, you don't necessarily have to win the Xfinity Series race to win the championship. No, you do not. I mean, nope. you don't have to in the Cup Series either, but we've had to ever since this championship has been. Yep, created, there's been so. times where the yep, Xfinity champ doesn't always win the race. Most of the time yeah. they do, but yeah, not always. Yep. Not always. But yeah, John, I, I I just think right now, John Hunter's he's 
he's the odds on favorite. Yeah, he's got to be leaps and bounds. But yeah, I mean, some of these guys can take a swing at him. Maybe you never know. Yeah, they need. I you mean, they need him to have an issue at Phoenix. Is what they need. And, and Cole's been fast. I mean, he's racked up stage wins here. I know he hasn't won the races here late, but he, you know, he should be all right at Martinsville. We're gonna find out, man. It's gonna be. I think Martinsville is gonna be wild. Cole, does Cole just have the one win at Portland? No, he's got. Didn't he have two? Hold on, I thought he had two. But I'll double check this really quick. Bear with Can't me. Can't remember. You might be right. I'm looking at it right now. He has. Oh yeah. No, no, he has Chicago. Ones. He won Chicago. Okay, that's right. That doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't really count. Yeah, the <laughs> Chicago parade. La- I get. Well, yeah, Chicago. Not even a half a race. Chicago. He got bonus points for that Chicago race, which is basically the reason he's in right now. Yeah, so I guess you have true. to count it. I guess. <laughs> But that but, wasn't that wasn't a win on performance. That was a win on rain. That was yeah. But we gotta, I guess. We got to get the hell out of here. That yeah. was that win. Yeah. <laughs> but he's been. Uh, let me see. I was gonna see what's his average finish right now. I mean, yeah, he's he's pretty fast, man. He qualifies good. He finishes well. But yeah, he doesn't have a lot of wins. So got to. I think I think he got to win. Honestly, you got to go in there trying to win and beating John Hunter's no no easy task. Uh, one of the bigger stories this race was some young unknown rookie driving the 88 car, Dale Jr. Uh, so so what unknown that we don't even use his last name anymore. Junebug. Yeah. Um, gets to race again, second race this season, the Xfinity Series, and I mean it wasn't a Bristol for performance, but they ran pretty good in this. That's race. That's sort of a gun, almost uh, top five both starts this year. <laughs> yeah. Well. He- yeah, exactly. If he wouldn't have caught on fire at Bristol, his pants were on fire. Yeah, or what did he say? He got a hole in his pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, he did take out his his teammate to do oh, it. Oh, Josh Berry. <laughs> if Josh was in the playoffs, I think everybody would feel a little bit worse. But you need to listen, you need to listen to DBC this week just to hear TJ's t- discussion about spotting for Dale Jr. because it's really good. Oh gosh, it's good stuff. So basically, Junior said he didn't. Under- I li- I listened to Junior's podcast too. Um, Junior said he didn't understand the his spotter, which was not TJ this weekend, which usually is TJ, has been TJ for years. Um, his spotter told him where Josh Berry was, but the way he gave the information, Junior basically tuned him out and didn't hear it correctly and heard that Josh Berry was coming to the inside. So he moved up to try and give him room and ran right into Josh Berry and put him in the wall. So, yes, there you go. Yeah, that was something I. I know he feels bad, but he doesn't feel as bad as he would have. Yeah. Nah. Nah, it's fine. No biggie. Um, but, yeah, top five finish for Junior gets fifth in this thing. Um, man, I'd love to see him more in the Xfinity Series. I, I, I like seeing Junior run. Um, and he shows he's still got it, man. Still got it. Can we just get him to run for the title? Just yeah. come on. That ain't happening. Amy, just... Amy's not letting him get in the car at a super at a super speedway, man. Okay, so we've seen Dale Junior in small bites. Yeah, uh, he's he's good enough to run with these guys. Oh yeah. Oh, if he ran a full season in the Xfinity Series, he'd be running for the championship. He'd win a race. He'd win oh, a race. Oh yeah, definitely. Somewhere. Definitely. Good. Yeah, I don't blame him for not wanting to race the big ones anymore. No, no. Nope. I agree. Um, I don't think there's. Do you know Ryan Newman was in this race? <laughs> he was. Well, him and Dale Jr. started next to each other, and then yeah. they took the parade lap in the truck together. Yeah. There you go. That was uh, cool. Newman finished last, 38. It was his first start in the series in, I think, a decade? Something like that? Over a decade? Yeah. It's been a while. He was, at, wasn't he at one time, remember when Penske fired up the Xfinity series for a while, and 
he he was him and Kurt Busch were like dominant in the experience. He well, Ryan had a lot of those moments, but right. Anyway, yeah, it was good to see him back out there. Yeah, definitely. He's um, just doing what he wants. I like it. So Sam Mayer gets his first win on an oval, um, fourth victory in eighty-two Xfinity Series races. Um, locks himself into the final four. Uh, Sammy Smith, highest finishing rookie in this one, ninth place for Sammy Smith. Um, and then we go to Martinsville for the Xfinity Series as well this weekend. Lock in your your last two in the final four uh, for the championship. And despite the fact that James forgot about it, the Craftsman Truck Series is also <laughs> in action this weekend. Um, Saturday as well. Saturday, uh, I guess, early afternoon start. Baptist Health Health Cancer Care 200. Um, I don't know how you forgot about it, James, because the Michigan boy locked himself in with I, a win. I know. I was all – I know. I know. I was thinking too far ahead, and I cut it out of the notes, and then I didn't go back to it. So that's my fault. Our boy but, Carson Osevar gets himself a win, yeah, locks into the final four. Um. Eric, our, our, our dreams have come to fruition. Carson Hosevar has arrived. Yeah. No doubt about it now. No doubt about it. I, yeah. Awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. I hope he gets it done. Yep. Good finish to see him run down, uh, Ben Rhodes, get the win here in this thing. Um, that was fun to see probably the biggest story out of the race. Um, Zane Smith, uh, Reddit gets another driver disqualified. (laughs) <laughs> in the oh, NASCAR. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you could see it. Yeah. You could see it. Yeah. If you, if you were watching the race, the, the windshield was not um, working as it's intended and NASCAR agreed. And so Zane Smith loses uh, his position and drops to uh, 34th last place. One point in this race, uh, despite leading 34 laps and with that, um, Corey Heim, Carson Hosevar, Ben Rhodes, and Grant Enfinger are your final four for the Craftsman Truck Series. Well, I was going to ask you who you like, but I, I, I can't. I mean, I, you know who I want. I want Carson yes. to win it. Um, I think Corey Heim is the guy to beat, though. He's a pain. Yeah, you, you got to beat Corey Heim. Um, ben Rhodes, you know, he just hasn't had the season. He probably shouldn't be in this thing. Um, but you can't ever count them out. And I kind of yep. feel the same way about Grand Enfinger. Grand Enfinger has been really good the last few years of just being that guy who can sneak in there. And what a swan song victory that would be to win a championship for GMS Racing as they leave the truck series. Yeah, yeah, they got a shot at it. Um, nice representation for the series, too, yeah. because you got you Yeah, got I like the mix we got. Yep, two Chevys, a Ford and a, and a Toyota, and, and you got drivers of all different, you know, um, you know, kind of different eras. Like Carson's Carson's on his way to the cup series. He's yeah. going to go big time now. Um, and I just, I, yeah, this is a good mix. I, I think Carson can get it done. He's just cocky enough to get it done. <laughs> so we're going to find out. I mean, he won his way in. So I just, let's, the, let's go, man. As, as much as happy as he is when he wins a race, man, I just want to see that after a championship. Can you imagine how much fun he'd be at Phoenix after he wins that championship? Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, all timer. He won't be able to talk. I mean, he'll he'll he, no. he can barely talk when he wins. Now, I mean, can you imagine winning yeah. the title? Be good stuff, right? Right. I know. I know. So, but he's got to be beat Corey High, man. Got to beat that eleven truck. That's gonna be really really tough because that truck has been good all season long. So yeah, really fast. It's gonna be tough. That's that's a tall task. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, last thing I want to talk about with the truck series before we move on, James. So I watched a, a YouTube video over the, over the uh, past week. 
uh, following the homestead. I think it was following homestead. I don't think it was before it. Um, you're, I think you're familiar with the account, but I don't know if you've seen it on YouTube or if you've seen the, the shorts that they show all the time, but break hard is the, the account. And the, sh the, the video was Fox sports is destroying the truck series. Oh boy. And you know, uh, go seek out the video, search it on YouTube. You'll find it again. Fox sports is destroying the truck series. I thought it was a pretty good video. Um, and I kind of agree with most of the stuff that he says, um, man, they're hurting the series. I feel like this series is so irrelevant right now. And part of it is the coverage. They don't care enough to send the booth to the track. The booth misses stuff. It's not the booth's fault that they miss stuff. They're watching the same broadcast we're watching and trying to announce the race. But how many times, James, when you watch truck race, do you see something happen and go, what just happened there? And they don't know, or yeah. there'll be an accident and you can tell they're trying to figure out what happened. At the, they know the caution's out. They don't know what happened. And then they'll show a truck and they're, Oh, so-and-so crashed. And, but then there's this other truck crash somewhere else and they're not related, but they are related. And they just don't freaking know what's going on because they're not there. Um, and, you know, I'm a big fan of Jamie Little. I really like the work that she does. I love the fact that a woman is being um, is being propelled in our sport to, you know, the position that she's in announcing this truck series. But at the same time, I feel like male or female, you need to be up to par to be the lead person on one of these broadcasts. And Jamie just isn't excited enough. She doesn't. She's She reminds me of... So Jerry punch was one of the best pit reporters ever, right. but he was bad in the booth because he didn't have enough emotion. Yeah. Um, Dave Burns is another one. Dave Burns is just terrific on pit road, but man, is he bad in the booth? Yeah. And, and Jamie, I think she can get there and I guess she's got to do reps. it to get there. Yeah. You got to get reps, but get those reps in the, in the, you have Adam Alexander. He's in the freaking <laughs> studio because he's right down the hall doing the uh, the studio stuff. Right. Put him in the booth. Adam Alexander is one of the best in the booth. Yep. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're doing over there. I just. They. And then the other thing, James, sorry to cut you off. No, that's okay. Go ahead. The other thing is, is that do we need, so we, we got the glimpse of the truck series schedule for next season, all the series schedules a couple weeks ago. And. Every race is a companion race. Truck series have what one start next year. That's not a companion race. I think so. Yeah. Do we need, and this is coming from somebody who loves to go to a track and see three races. Do we need three series NASCAR series running on the same track every weekend? Probably not. Is, is it not just the same product over and over again? They do definitely need to diversify the schedule. I don't understand why, and I under I do understand why because the sanctioning fees are too much, and they, these smaller tracks can't afford to get the get the truck series or the Xfinity series. But that's so that's NASCAR's fault. So NASCAR needs to fix that. But it just I, I don't know, man. It, it, this this series has gotten so watered down that honestly, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I would have quit watching it. And it's, well, it's like it's too bad because there's some great personalities in the series, yeah. but the coverage is so bad that it's just it's painful to watch yeah they need they need to go to smaller venues and they need a different television partner yeah oh, um, so bad i hope I, I hope somebody jumps in like cw or something that somebody comes in that isn't doing any other series that can just put their full effort into this truck series yeah it's uh they need amazon yeah. or somebody like 
Um, I know Turner is in the talks for the 2020, what, 2025 cup schedule. Um, and Turner is putting live sports on max now and they didn't really promote this. I just noticed that the baseball players are on there and then basketball's back and it's all on max. I'm like, Oh, so TNT is just going right to max. Why can't, uh, why can't we get the truck series on there? I mean, if if we're trying to get some live sports rights, why don't we kind of branch out a little bit and. You know, you see how you see how excited people are about the SRX series. And not to say that uh SRX is perfect or anything like that, but I feel like if the truck series just kind of slowed itself down and and small and became a little bit smaller, they could they could latch on to some of that and maybe even steal most of it, <laughs> you know, to be honest look, with you. Look I mean, I realize that it's we're talking, you know, 12 cars versus a field of 40 but look at what srx is doing on these small tracks yeah huge crowds they love it they're hungry for racing yeah yep i mean they're they're packing the stands at these places and you know that the draw the truck series is going to be way more than than srx and the truck series had a system in place that allowed it to race on tracks without a pit road yeah you know they could race at places that the cup series and the xfinity series couldn't race at james they can run dirt they're freaking trucks I get yeah. that they're not built for well, dirt, but why are they going to Coda? That's for sure. Yeah. I, I tell you what, another thing, another idea for this series is maybe, again, just stealing from SRX a little bit, but maybe you go and you, you kind of you lock down a couple of legends to be like, hey, guys, a few times a year, we got to have a couple of names come out here and just beef up some of these venues. I mean, they yeah. could they could do it. I mean, the truck series could do it, Eric. NASCAR coming to your town. Um I mean, gosh, Eric, we were there at Eldora and we saw what it could be. Yeah. You know, it's, um, yeah, I mean, he, it, it was amazing that first time out. And if you keep it fresh like that and do things like that, that's what the truck series can do really well. You, you have the bulk of your schedule be what it is. That's fine. Yeah. But you gotta, you gotta make something special. There's nothing special about the truck series right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to poo-poo the truck series because I do think that it's a great series. I just, they race great, yeah. I just don't think that they're being showcased the way that they should be. One, because of the schedule. And this this playoff schedule where we've got these giant gaps is just stupid. Um, yeah. Why not why, why not end the truck series this weekend at, at Martinsville? Why do they have yeah. to end the same weekend as the Cup Series and Xfinity Series? Let's end it this weekend at Martinsville. How great. I get it. Yeah. But it, would be a, it would be a crap show. But how great of a crap show would that be to watch truck yeah. series end at Martinsville? Yep. Or um, shoot, have them end at Talladega. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing is you could end it any Be crazy with it. Yeah, give these guys more of an off season. Um, I, I just, it, the, they're just, they're not getting the exposure they need to get or they should get. Um, and they're getting lost as a result. And we're seeing yep. teams fold up and, and teams go elsewhere to the bigger series because the series isn't doing it's it for not, him anymore. Yep. There's nothing special about it, man. There's when Kyle yeah. Busch sells out of the truck series, that concerns me, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. And GMS. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Um, but I know, I, I, I think it, it, it's no different James than Kyle Busch getting a change of scenery. This truck series needs a change of scenery right now. And it's, it's not getting yep. it where it's at. And that, yep. so the thing is, is okay. So we have these three series that run on these big tracks and then NASCAR bought Arca. What yeah. have they done with Arca? They haven't done shit with Arca. <laughs> I mean, get the, bleep, get the bleep button out. I I'm not even gonna bleep it. It's like it's so like, I we have 15 divisions of Arca 
you got fields of, you know, 15 cars showing up to short tracks on the actual Arca Menard series schedule. I mean, they had 17 cars or something like that. 15 cars at, at Berlin. Yep. Um, you know, but that's move. Let's move the truck series in that direction. Let's make Arca more of a division, you know, get rid of the national Arca series, run Arca regional series, run the truck series as the national short track series. I don't right. know. There's, there's NASCAR's got so many properties and no competition right now that they can just kind of crap away these lower series until they die. Yep. And I just feel like I don't see if I don't see a future right now, the direction that we're going for the truck series in five years. I just right. don't, I'm, I'm scared of what's going to happen to it. I don't want to see it go away, No. but I no. don't think it has any business running on the same tracks week in and week out as the cup series. Um, I, you know, I think of a Daytona and Talladega truck race is entertaining, but they really don't have much business being there. I would rather right. see them get rid of those races and run them on short tracks. Yep, exactly. There sure yep. is no reason they should be running places like. Nope. It should be more regional. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, if you want to, okay, let's finish them all at Phoenix then. Great. That's fine. So Phoenix is kind of a short track or whatever track we end the season on for the cup series, but let's get them elsewhere and quit running these companion companion races. So I don't know. I'm off my soapbox. I just here, here. I just, I'm passionate about this series just like the other two and I want to see it succeed. And I just don't think it's going to the way it is. So yeah, it's in trouble right now. I think I'm not happy with yep. where we're at with it. That's for sure. I mean, there's, there's, there's time to save it. I just hope yeah. we do it before yeah. there's not time. So, yep. Uh, let's talk some news. There's not a whole lot. Um, but if you're a sprint car fan, there's pretty big news. Um, the uh, all-star circuit of champions has a new owner. Uh, Tony Stewart has sold it to Kyle Larson and Brad sweet and high limit sprint cars. Um, I am assuming one series. Is that what the talk is? I haven't really read any. of these. I, there's not a whole lot of news about it. Um, I would expect, it all to run under one umbrella but i i think high limit might stick maybe uh, hold their own events like yeah i think so um this yeah, is this not... is a win all around right i mean this, oh this yeah is a, this is in yep. really good hands with kyle larson and brad sweet yep guys who love it um are gonna take good care of it and i think they'll be able to build it up I think honestly so. i mean brad sweet's no joke if as far i was as like a if I was world of outlaws i'd probably be a little nervous right now yeah i i'm curious i mean World of Outlaws kind of ran Larson away a little bit, yeah. uh, and he's been and doing Sweet's, it on his own. Sweet's still racing there, right? Isn't he? I think he, yeah, I think he is. Yeah, he is. Um, I, I mean, that will change. Big, yeah, there's big money to be had there. But Larson, he just goes for the big trophies, too. You know, yeah. he goes, wins Knoxville Nationals, <laughs> things like that. Right. Uh, yeah, this is really good for the for the All-Stars. Um, you know, I think for, like, Tony's perspective, he's obviously... He's he's on to new things now. Well, Tony and... Tony has said all along, and I forget. I I, don't, I think it was when he was on the Dale Junior download. He kind of said that. Yeah, he, I remember this. He sold. He bought the series because it's the original four ten sprint car series. It it predates yes. the World of Outlaws. It was in trouble. It yeah, was in big it was trouble. in trouble. It was going to die, and he bought it and raised it from the dead. And he hinted then that he was ready if the right people came along that could continue it on. He would you know, be done with it. Yes. And he found the right buyers and that's awesome. I mean, this is good for everybody involved. Yes. And he had, I think Tony is at the point in his life where he has a huge portfolio. I think he's starting to pare it down. I mean, you remember yeah. he was trying to sell his house, right? And he talked about that on the download as well, but end up, he didn't actually didn't end up selling it. He's, he's keeping it, but I, I think, think the right person comes along for Eldor. He'd sell that too. 
he might he might he's got a pretty big attachment to that one i yeah. that's a t- that's a tough one but yeah he might he if might he, if I know... he knows the person's gonna do it right again i mean again yeah. this, this series he's it's not like he's just selling it to the, the high bidder i mean this is yeah kyle larson and brad sweet if there's if it, there's two guys that are more passionate about dirt racing you find them and show them to me so and, and i would venture to guess that the all-stars are bringing in eh, maybe breaking even a little bit better than breaking even right now yeah um Whereas if you bring in Larson and Sweet with high limit, you're gonna oh, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be a, it's gonna change the game. They've they've got a they've got a plan now. Um, well, Brad Sweet in comes and races in the series. You're you're selling oh, more tickets yeah. all right, Dude, just alone. All, all stars were in our backyard, and if you told me Brad Sweet was coming to town, yeah, I'd yeah I'd be definitely interested well, in going watching that. I'll tell you, they put on a hell of a show with what they had. That's for sure. I mean, it was yeah. a, it was a great show to. To watch four ten sprint cars on the the little track we have here in our town, yeah, yeah, it was pretty incredible to see them turn in. I don't remember what I sent you guys, but I think they were like nine ten second laps. Yeah, oh man, it's insane. Yeah, um, it was incredible. But uh, yeah, yeah they, they put on a good show. A they do a good job. They're good. Yep, absolutely. I love it. So good for this. Good for them. Good for Kyle and Brad. Um, hey, like give us to the young bucks, man. They yeah. all smoke. You know, he doesn't need to do all do this forever. Well, it's just like it's just like Junior and Harvick and those guys buying into the Cars Tour. This is these guys are are here to keep the legacies alive, and and these series are in good hands with these types of guys coming in there. And it's better than a company like NASCAR coming in and buying it and blending it in and watering yes. it down like they've done with Arca. Yes. So yes, yep. So there you go. Um, silly season news. Not a whole lot again. Uh, I guess the big news this week, Chandler Smith uh, said he will not. Well, colleague says he won't return or Chandler Smith says he won't return in 2024 or whatever. Um, he was under contract. There was a, there so was that, a buyout. Yeah, it's, a, it's an early contract release. <laughs> Two for years, him. by the way. Yeah. Two-year buyout. Um, looking likely, uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, probably the that's that's the rumor. Yes, um, probably, maybe, sort of. Yeah, for Chandler Smith. So it's really looking like... Uh, like we're gonna see old Chandler Smith and uh, um, and why am I blanking on the name James? Either the nineteen or the twenty for yeah. the or the eighteen or the twenty for Joe Gibbs. Yeah. yeah. So well, he was a Toyota, and you probably remember he was a Toyota driver um, with Kyle Busch for a while, and uh, came up through the Joe Gibbs pipeline, right. and um, there was no room at the end for him. Yeah. And now there's plenty of room because there's no seats. Yeah. Uh, All right. I, filled. I don't know why I was drawing a blank on the name. The other the other name I was looking for is Shelvin Creed. Yeah, uh, Sheldon Green. Likely will be one of the other JGR cars next season. Yes. So. Yep. Those guys will pair it up. So. Um, I, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good, you know, grab for JGR for a team that right now is like, man, who's gonna run those Xfinity cars? Who, who are they? Who could they possibly get? Well, yeah, a couple good drivers, good names sticking those cars. So got some, yeah, and they've got guys who can kind of swing in and out like Trevor Bain and Ryan Truex, and there's a lot, of, you know, a lot of other guys who will run that 19 from time to time. Uh. So yeah, I think it's a good I think it's a good deal for them. So my question for, sure. for you is is the win at the Roval and this news, does that keep AJ Allmendinger in that cup car next year? Uh, we, well, we discussed this just a little bit before the pod, but Colley doesn't have anybody. So right. they're going to have to keep put him in, in the cup seat. Yeah. I mean, the who cup, else could they possibly grab to put in that seat? I don't think there's anybody else ready to go in no, there, right? They're going to they're going to need to. They're going to need to keep them unless there's a guy with a sponsorship coming in the door. I mean, yeah. we still we do still have the 10 car that's hanging out there. We don't know what's happening with the 10 car. In the their Xfinity program, they have a 10 and the 11 that they don't Yeah, there's no seats filled yep. for those cars. So we still don't know certainly what Noah Gregson's going to do next year, so I guess yeah, Noah's up in the air still. Yeah. We we assume that now that he's going to Stuart Haas, but we're not 
that's not set in stone. Yeah. And I don't know about that one just yet. So, yeah, a lot of seats available yet. We're going to yeah. find out. Definitely winding down, though. Yes. Definitely winding yep. down. Yeah, the Xfinity Series is going to be a little messy here for, for another month or two. Uh, but it's, yeah, it'll get there. The Xfinity Series there. really, historically, you kind of see the contract signings the couple weeks after the season ends. And then the Truck Series is like January. You start seeing the Truck Series locked down their rides. So. Most of the big names are gone now, though. Or yeah. they're, they're tied up. Like Josh Berry's out of the series, and Ch- uh, John Hunter Nemechek's going to be out of the series. No. Carson Hosfar's not even coming to the series. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's going around it. Yeah. So, yeah. Kind of, uh, yeah, big deal here. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, that's it for news. Um, we had to Martinsville Speedway this weekend. Uh, two series in action. The Cup Series runs the Xfinity 500. Xfinity Series will run the Dead on Tools 250. Um, before we make our picks, James, I just wanted to revisit our moment, our viral moment, NASCAR's viral moment last season. Oh, God. Uh, we are one year removed from the Hail Melon Ugh. that gets uh, that got uh, um, got Ross Chastain into the playoffs. So before you poo poo it, because I know you're going to you're going to go off on it because you hate Ross Chastain and you're a bully. Um, I, I wanted to revisit this really quick. I watched a video on this this week, too. And no, this moment has not lived up to the hype. I mean, it, it it was a it was a cool moment. NASCAR didn't capitalize on it. It didn't help our ratings. It didn't in the end. Move, I mean, NASCAR was a was trending on social media for a week, and then it it didn't move the needle in the long run. No. So, in the long run, no big deal. But let's look at back at what this the story behind this, James, because. Watching this video kind of put it on into perspective and reminded me of exactly what we were dealing with. Remember that Ross Chastain and Denny Hamlin had a bunch of run-ins last year. These two were at each other's throats. They hated each other. They were bitter rivals. And coming into the last turn on the last lap and the last race before they locked him in, Denny Hamlin is in the playoffs. He is ready to go race for a championship expecting to win a championship and Ross Chastain is two points out. And what does he do? I watched the video today. He comes off a of turn two. Well, he goes into turn one and he's, they tell him you need two spots coming out of turn two. He confirms two need two. They said, yes. And he just upshifts to fifth and puts the pedal to the floor and puts it on the wall and rides the wall passes. What? Six cars, a bunch. Yeah. Passes. De- almost passes Denny. He does pass Denny. Does pass Denny. He, yeah, he passes Denny. Takes at the line. Yeah. takes the spot. Leaves yeah. Denny just flabbergasted. Look at what he did. Knocks his yeah. bitter rival. It's a video game move, and gets himself into the playoffs. Of course, didn't Listen. do anything with it. He he wrecked Chase Elliott, and that was the end of it. Um, <laughs> but still, just an incredible. I guess I love that. How, I love that you just <laughs> dropped that in there. It's so funny. If yeah. I guess if Ross would have went and won the championship, then this probably would be a different. It's the story. all-timer, yeah. Oh yeah, it's the all-timer if he wins the title, and it'll never yeah. happen again because of course NASCAR has banned the move, so we won't see it again this weekend. Um, I mean, somebody may try it, but they're going to get penalized in theory. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it, it it didn't end up doing anything in the long run, but I still think it's a pretty damn cool. It's an incredible rewatch. History. It's an incredible rewatch. It's history. I still, I, it still doesn't look real. No, I know. <laughs> a year I later, know. I still can't I believe it. It's... Every time, it, it's like Ryan Priest's flip. I just can't stop watching it. Or um, Austin Dillon flipping in the fence at, at Daytona. 
You know, oh God, yeah, that's you just can't one. stop watching yeah. it because it just doesn't look real. Yes, yeah. I could watch it a million times and never gets old. Yeah, it's uh, well, see, it's driving me nuts because it's all over the place now. But it'll <laughs> it'll fade. It'll fade. Nah, I, I every time I see it, I gotta watch it. Yeah, it's just driving. You me just nuts. don't like Ross Chastain. Well, that's part of it, but <laughs> he's not. I mean, he's not as bad as he used to be. He's not, I like Ross. Know. Oh my God, I'm a Ross Chastain fan. Oh God! Just because it pisses you off. That's fine. That's fine. <sighs> That's fine. All right, let's make our picks, James. First of all, before we do that, I wanted to say congratulations. Ah, you yes. are the 2023 champion, picks champion. <laughs> the there's, picks champion. There's no possible way I can come back. Uh, you're 130. You, need, you points. needed to cut it to 120. Yeah. Yeah. You're 130 points to the good, so it is over. Um, you have won the title. Uh, on that note, I am going to pick Danica Patrick. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm still going to go with the pick I was going to take. Um, not that it matters. And I'm going to go Christopher Bell as my pick this weekend. Christopher Bell. Yep. Doesn't matter because he's he's uh, locked in. Um, I'll save I'll save my last pick. I, there was a guy I was going to pick, and I'm, I'm going to pick him next week. So I'm going to save him. Um, I haven't used this guy yet, and I think he's going to be pretty good. Uh, Chase Elliott. Yeah, it's a good one. Chase Elliott. We'll put Chase Elliott in there. He still has a shot. We haven't mentioned this this stupid thing, and I can't believe I'm the one yeah, to mention right. it. Yeah. <laughs> if he wins, he gets to race for the owner's championship. So he's not <laughs> out of it yet. I hope he does it just to screw this whole system up. Yeah. God. So at risk of extending this podcast a lot oh, longer, no. um, Jeff Gordon had some comments this past week, which I again facepalmed because apparently Jeff Gordon is the king is of bad takes again? right now. Um, you saw the comments where he talked about how fans should be fans of the team and not the driver. So when the driver leaves and goes to a different team, fans should stick with the team like they do with football and baseball and all that stuff. No. Yeah. I mean, like, what in the hell? This is a I get that it's a team sport, but this is a driver sport. We right now, what do we just what do we talked about the entire show? We talked about the driver's championship because nobody cares about the team championship. We no. care about the drivers. The drivers are the personalities we see. I, I don't know what the what Jeff Gordon's deal is right now. If he's trying to position himself with the whole TV con- or the the owner's contract or what he's trying to do, I don't. He's uh, he's got to have a, he's got to have a motive. But the article I read, um, I don't remember who had the article, but uh, Brad Keselowski talked some stuff too, and, and Brad Keselowski was totally just talking like intelligent as Brad Keselowski does. And it was, it was such a nice contrast to what Jeff Gordon was saying. Cause I don't know, yeah. man, I don't know what the heck's with his takes the last couple of weeks, but it's driving me crazy. Yeah. He's misguided. I think is, is probably the best way to say it. Um, I mean, you're just not, it's, I'm sorry. I don't James. I'm, I'm a fan of the sport. I, you know, I, I don't necessarily cover the sport, but I watch every race. I literally watch every truck Xfinity and cup series race. I I don't miss them, and I couldn't tell you who the crew chief is <laughs> on 85% of the Cup Series teams, let alone yeah. the Xfinity and Truck Series teams. Yep. And certainly can't tell you who the car chief is or the right front tire changer or whatever. And, and these teams have made them interchangeable anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, I get right. that they're rostered with a specific team, but they switch them up every week, and so... I don't know. It's yep. just sorry, Jeff. It's just not going to happen. We're going to be no, the drivers. That's the way racing is. It's the way motorsports is. I mean, they tried to change that with the iCar Dash series, and of course they had their own tragedy that ended up ending that series in the long run. I think, or had 
played a big part in it, but it didn't work to brand the cars and try and get rid of the drivers. And because the drivers are what that's the show, man. Yep. yep. So I don't yep. know. No, I, I know it's uh it's tough because I like drivers retire and I've, I've never come around to finding a new one. I, I like a handful of drivers. I like most of them. Right. Um, there's some rare it, circumstances where people will stick with the team and it usually has to do with a retirement or a fatality. I mean, Dale Earnhardt, Kevin Harvey got a lot of fans because of Dale Earnhardt's death. Um, yes. that he wouldn't have had, um, Jeff Gordon leaving has left fans for William Byron. Really? I mean, I know chase went in that car first, but chase had his own fans and a lot of the William or something, not a lot of the William Byron fans, but a lot of the Jeff Gordon fans are William Byron fans now. Um, I yep. certainly think Junior brought some fans over to Alex Bowman because Alex Bowman was Junior's chosen one. Um, you know, we've we've seen those types of things. I don't think that Josh Berry is going to get a ton of Harvick fans. No, no, he won't. I, I just he won't. I just don't he think won't. so. I mean, Josh Berry's got a lot of Junior fans right now because he's Junior's boy. But yep. it just, I mean, Richard Petty. Sure, when Richard Petty left, people followed the forty three car. But we don't. I mean, that's just not the case anymore. Yep. Um, I think DBC referenced Wood Brothers. You know, a lot of people are Wood Brothers fans, and they followed that team all along. But we don't have, we don't have those teams anymore. I mean, Childress no. maybe, but it just it's just not how it is. Nope. Sorry, Jeff. Nope. I know he's just mis- he's just a little misguided. That's all. <laughs> it's just I mean it's funny to me that the guy who changed the way stardom it worked in NASCAR is the guy that's saying it should be different. Like, what I, the hell, I dude. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. I can't defend him. And I love Jeff. <laughs> I love Jeff Gordon. He's turning into Rick Hendrick just slowly. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, how'd, uh, how'd fantasy go this week? I don't think I even looked at it because I well, knew that mine went really poorly. I thought I was in trouble. Yeah. And then, uh, I won. <laughs> nice. Well, I, I had Larson Truex and I think somebody else who had trouble. So I know I did bad. Uh, yeah. I had Truex, but I didn't have Larson. Um, but I don't know why, uh, but I had Byron. I, I had all those I other didn't guys, pick so. Bell. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> oh, I had do Bra- it. I had Brad, but Brad was on my bench, so that didn't matter. Yeah, I had Bell. Um, hold on, let me see the. Oh yeah, so Homestead results. I had myself, and then, ba- you know, Baron Speedway of right there. Of course, uh, one ninety nine. Has he Nobody been out had... of the top three all season for our league? Not lately, no. Um. I, but we none, nobody had a good week. Only one one finish over two hundred, which is is pretty low. So uh, I won. Baron second, and then Ranger was third. So keeping that going, Eric, you were oh you were fifth. You were good. Yeah, you were good. Top five. No, only because um, everybody else was bad. The the four fun playoff standings. I'm in the lead by three over Baron and Ranger, and then overall. Baron Speedway, almost in the 7,000 club. We've never had that before. Wow. Uh, so he's he's nipping there and then uh, nipping at the heels there. And then I am second at 65.31, so almost 400 back. <laughs> and then Ranger Runyon, three-time champ, he is third. Um, that's pretty much the the battle, second and third. It's now fourth is kind of stretched out a little bit, so we're, we're coming down to the nitty-gritty. I'm going to have my, I think, my fourth top two finish. Um, with one title. So I guess I'm Kevin Harvick. There you go. So there you go. Um, speaking of you, you mentioned uh, playoff standings. 
I believe is that the number you've got going down here on the bottom of our little picks points. Yes, we have it? a yes. So, so for so our picks, I am winning the playoffs. You least. are winning the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're kicking my butt in the playoffs. So at least yep. I got something to be happy about. Yeah, I wanted to do that for you. So I was you had a well, I was to... looking at this. So I won week one, and after week two, I've never led. <laughs> That's it. Week two killed me. <laughs> so funny. It's just ridiculous. It's been a pretty rough season, and I, you I've know, had, I clinched it. I've had three one-point weekends. And yes, you did. Four single-digit weekends. No, five. And those were not disqualifications. No, those were not disqualifications either. Those right. were legit one-pointers. Yeah, ridiculous. Although you did have last week, like I said, you had the only perfect week of the season. Yeah, well, you got the sixty. This nobody else has gotten the sixty burger between well, me and you. A lot of good that did me. And you had the biggest margin of victory, fifty. <laughs> So there you go. You had that. What a mess. Yeah, there was a time. There was a time there. I was way up at one point. It's you've you've tightened it up over the last, obviously over the last ten weeks. But yeah, you it, it got closer than it needed to be. Yeah. I have one single digit finish this year. I have I do have one one pointer. Thanks, Ryan Blaney. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're three. That's uh, whew. yep. Good stuff. All right, there we go. Uh, shout outs, James. Got any shout outs this week? Uh, I have kind of a shout out and kind of a black flag. I'm going to do okay. it at the same time. Do you want me to do my uh, shout out first then? Yeah, go ahead. Do your shout out. Do All right. Shout-out. My shout out, another YouTube uh, video, Black Flags Matter uh, was the YouTube video. They did, or the YouTube channel, they did a, a um, retrospective on Rick Corelli. Um, one of only a couple drivers who survived, who have survived, I think three cup series drivers or NASCAR drivers that have survived a bachelor skull fracture. The most recent one as well. Yep. Ernie um, Irvin on that list. Yep. Yep. Ernie Irvin and Stanley Smith, I think was the other one. Um, if I remember correctly. Yep. Um, but yeah, so. uh, Rick Corelli, great, great piece on him. You know, I didn't, I guess I didn't quite, I mean, I knew that Rick Corelli was injured, but I wasn't really following the truck series real close at the time. Um, and just to see that his, his turn, I mean, he came back and won a race in the truck series. Um, you know, he raced in other series. He's a spotter now. Um, it's his story is pretty cool. So worth checking out the video. It's a nice little retrospective on what happened. And, uh, he was having a pretty good season when he had the accident too. So, um, very cool for black flags matter to do that uh, piece. And it was an interesting watch. So good deal. There you go. Uh, what you got James, uh, shout out and black flag to you, sir. Oh my God. So I'm driving back from Saginaw, uh, uh, the other day, um, Sunday, Yes. We go to the we go to the zoo with our kids, right? And we have a fun time. And Where I take is this the going? <laughs> I know you're gonna love this. So I decide, well, we're we're gonna go we're gonna go to the other side of Saginaw, but I gotta I gotta go by the Dow Event Center, uh-huh. which I know you frequent quite a bit. Yes. So those those listening not from Michigan, Saginaw, Dow Event Center, if you want to get a idea of where, where I'm going here. Um I make a turn and I head towards the other side of town, and as I'm driving, not I don't know, less than half a mile, maybe a quarter of a mile from the Dow Event Center. What catches my eye but an orange bus, a giant orange bus. Have you seen this giant orange bus? No. So I'm not kidding you. Right next to the Dow Event Center, there is a giant orange bus painted up like Tony Stewart's 2003 Home Depot Monte Carlo. Really? 
Yeah, it's got the 20 on the side. I did not stop to get a picture because I was a little scared of where I was looking. <laughs> yeah, I would be scared over there too. However, I I will say I have to send you the location of where this is at. You got to go yeah, see it. Yeah, I will drive by it. I'm going it looks to, like I'm it going maybe spent some, on Saturday on Friday and Saturday this weekend. It looks like it spent some time at uh, MIS is what what I'm thinking. I wonder if it's on the Google map, but I saw so, it and I so went So the black flag is to me for not telling you about it. I so I I you spend more time at that place than anybody I know yeah, and you I did not tell me about it. I definitely told you about it. Anytime I see I, a Tony Stewart reference. I definitely. Tell I you. know, and I was like, "What did Eric do?" <laughs> so I was immediately flustered, and uh, I was all upset. And I told my wife, and my kids, my wife, nobody knew what I was talking I'm about. Surprised you didn't just like just cancel on me today. Oh, I not... sounded like a complete buffoon too. I was like, "Did you guys see that Tony Stewart bust?" <laughs> no, nobody cared. I believe I was heading down. So it's it's Davenport Avenue. I'll send you the. I'll, I'll find yeah, a. I'll me, find it on the Google Map. And send I'll send me, it to you. Yeah, send it to me. Right about where it was. And yeah, I, I'll, I was definitely, just... I'll go look for it on Friday. <sighs> anyway. Well, no, if I'd have seen it, I definitely would have let you know. All right. Well, I don't see it on the Google map, but I know where it's at. I'll be so curious I'll to you. exactly where it is because I, I, that'll lead me. It'll show me whether I'm just tunnel driving or whether it's just an area I don't pass. I mean, you can see it from 675 if you look for it, I think. So yeah, anyway. I, well, right now they got the construction on 675, though. Nobody knows what exit. we're talking about. Yeah. So nobody knows. Apparently, I need about. to change the, the battery in my smoke detector, too, because it's gone off twice during the show. Oh, oh I see it on Google Maps. I'm oh, going to send you an Google image. Maps. OK, cool. All right. Sweet. Unbelievable. It looks so good. Whoever <sighs> did this did a really good job. Huh. I will have to check that out. Okay. So right, I, I'm going to send it. I'm sending it right now. <laughs> I have two black flags, James. I got to get it before the podcast is over. All right. I will definitely take a look at it. I have my messages popped up right now. So um, two black flags for me this week. The first one, um, I know he raced this weekend, but I'm, I'm giving a black flag, flag to Dale Jr. Oh, no. And I'm not, not specifically Dale Jr., but his company because oh, no. Saturday I had a Saginaw spirit game that I was shooting. Right. Or no, no, I had a, my boys had a football game. That's what it was. My boys were at a football game. And so I watched the truck race while I'm, cause we had to be there two hours early for this football game, to drop the boys off. And rather than go do something, we just sat there in the parking lot and waited for the, the game to start. So I watched truck series on my iPad truck series race. And I started watching the Xfinity race and I'm like, no, you know what? I'm going to save it for when I get home. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, we'll get done early enough. I'll have plenty of time to watch a race tonight. So I, I'm like, okay, I'll just stop. I watched like five laps. I'm like, nope, nope. I will wait till I can sit down and really enjoy it. So I'm, I'm at the football game and I uh, pull out my phone a couple times. And I'm very careful when I'm tape delaying a race to not check social media, right? I avoid Facebook. I know to avoid Twitter. I know to avoid Instagram. I even avoid TikTok now because they'll sometimes feed me the NASCAR algorithm and I don't want to know who won the race, right? Yep. But I check my personal email and freaking Dale Jr. Motorsports oh. sends me an ad email subject line. Sam Mayer wins at Homestead. Get your <laughs> merchandise now. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. You That's your fault. gotta be freaking kidding me. Freaking. Yep. So I knew who won the race, but I watched it anyway. So, yep, that's uh, your fault. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so irritating. So my other one, James, did you catch any of the um, replay of or the, the clips or anything from the Cars Tour pro late model race at Tri-County Speedway this week? No, I did not see this. So during that race, there was an incident. Um Caden Quapple was battling with Katie Hettinger for the, for the lead um, with like, I don't know. I think there was like 20 laps to go or something like that. Um, Katie Hettinger, for those people who are from this area is a late model driver from um, here in Michigan. 
she races out at Birch Run. Um, she's been around here and she's run in the car store and the pro light models and all over the country. She's been in some of these big shows. So they, she's leading the race. Caden Quapple. I can't remember exactly what happened, but somehow they got together and Hettinger spins and wrecks. Um, caution comes out. Caden's leading. Caden gets penalized. They put him to the back of the pack because of because of the contact. Okay. They restart the race. They run one lap coming into turn one caution flag. Show the replay. Katie Hettinger just flat out wrecks Caden Quapple. Wrecks herself, tears her own car up worse than Caden did. <laughs> um, anyway, race continues. Caden goes on. He's ends. I think he's running third. Coming to the checkered flag, Ashton Higgins, um, Gavin uh, Bochelle racing for the win. Uh, one of them, I don't know which one. One of them wrecks the other one. Coming out of turn four, spins him out. Caden Quapple ends up giving the win as a result. Um, and there's a big fight after the race because that's what we do now. And so my black flag is to these freaking local short track racers who are supposed to be the up and coming drivers in our sport who continue to turn these races every weekend into a WWE event, wrecking each other on the track, no respect for their cars, no respect for their own damn cars where they tear their own car up worse trying to wreck somebody. And then everybody fighting after the race. Um, it's just stupid. And by the sounds of things, the one of the teams involved in this was the same team that was involved in the incident at Winchester last week. Um, it's just, it's so, you know, I love drama and this stuff's fun to watch once in a while. But it just gets stupid and silly, and especially when you're tearing up equipment and fighting. It's like, for God's sake, they can fix it, Eric. Make them make them fix their own stuff. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I no. I looked to see if there were any penalties announced. I would hope that Katie at least is going to get some time off or intent. I mean, she right hooked Caden coming down the front stretch. Yeah, you don't want to do the right hook. No, the right hook should earn you time off. Um, it's just this stuff's stupid. It, it, come on, guys. You, too much Bowman Gray. Stop watching Bowman Gray. Let's have real racing and have, be good sports about it when things happen. And it wasn't it wasn't a blatant rack type thing. It, it was not worthy of the retaliation. And I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Did you send me the thing? I don't see it. It's in, in Facebook Messenger. Oh, it's in Facebook Messenger. Okay. I mean, let me open it up before we sign off here because I want... I want you to get my reaction. Where is that? It's right. I should have grabbed the map location. Yeah, it's off of Davenport. It's on the corner I, of Davenport. I right, can right across the bridge. Assure you, I have not seen that. Because I would certainly have noticed that. Hmm. All right. Well, you, you I mean, it's get, a good shape too. Yeah, it is. You can give me the black flag. I'm sure you're right. I'm sure that sucker's been at Michigan for sure. Oh yeah, it has to be. Definitely. <sighs> All right, it James. looks good. It's awesome. Why don't, you, well why don't you share it on social media too? And where where would you do that if you shared it on social media? <laughs> at, at James Cush on X or Twitter, whatever uh, the, whatever the heck. I am on T at T Super Speedway on X. Uh, the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Super Speedway. Our website is thesuperspeedway.com. You can find old episodes of the podcast, show notes, um, links to the things we've discussed, all that stuff uh, there. Uh, the podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor. Wherever you found us today, we hope you subscribe and continue to listen to new episodes each week. Uh, and if you go to anchor.fm slash the super speedway, you can leave us an audio message and we might just play it on the show. Two races left to go in the NASCAR Cup Series and NASCAR Xfinity Series. We head to Martinsville Speedway this weekend for the Xfinity 500 in the Cup Series, the Dead On Tools 250. And we lock in the last two sets of Final Four for, before we head to Phoenix for the championship in all three series. 
We'll be back next week to break it all down and preview your championship races in the Truck Series, Xfinity Series, and Cup Series. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. (laughs) 